0: Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidmin podcast, a Christian-based kids ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers and like creative soul winners, sharing experience and experiments. And now, today's podcast. Uh, yeah.
1: Six of Dirt the podcast. Thank you. We're so glad that you actually came back and listened to us once again here in our pod. Oh,
2: are we starting this over? that was a test. That was a test. Welcome. Well, that, was a, that was
1: a trial run. Oh, Dirt,
0: oh so Kevin we're not ready podcast.
1: yet. I'm ready now. Let's okay, go.
0: Okay, let's on set, everybody. for the family of teachers, volunteers, and like creative soul winners. Dude, sharing experience and experiments. Can I put this down?
1: Weird. What? Every, every time, every time we start this podcast, that same music plays. You are not, not doing that every time?
2: Are you not doing that? I thought you were doing that. I'm
3: confused.
1: Every time we start this podcast, that uh, same audio track plays.
3: Huh.
1: Pretty fascinating, isn't it? Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, welcome to Sticks and Dark Kidman Podcast, and um, we want to thank you for. Um, Joining in and listen to us one more time here and, uh, one more time. Because yeah, one more time. This, it's
4: done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Unless we get a sponsor.
1: Unless we get a sponsor, it could be it. You it. have to speak louder, Jared. I mean, the, the people need to hear your voice. Hear your voice. Uh, Jared has to hold up a sign again today, and if you're watching the video version, you'll see what it is. And if uh, not,
2: that's just tough. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you.
1: But if it, but, but if you hold on and you listen to the audio podcast, we'll tell you what it says here. When we we'll go, there are polka around here, and um, I said polka, not poker. They said pokey, pokey. Yeah. Oh, the guys, are playing, the guys are playing Pokemon. It's just Chase, how I
4: pronounced it before we got care. started. It, does, it
1: doesn't matter. It does, Pokemon. Man. Po- Pokemon,
4: Pokemon, um, Pokemon. Is, the little chicka. the pokey. little chicka over it, it
2: says, "Is it pokey?" Like I say, pokey. Like pokey your poke eye Pokemon,
4: out. But when I'm referring to Pokeballs, I say pokey. It's pokey. just how I say
2: it. I say Pokemon.
4: But I say Pokemon.
2: Pokemon.
4: Okay.
1: Pokemon.
4: <laughs> Pikachu. What a bunch of nerds you because, are. Pikachu.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah.
4: Says the guy coming in playing Pokemon and getting this <laughs> on the
2: conversation to begin with.
4: <laughs> I want to be the very best. Donna.
2: Okay, anyway. Copyright infringement right there. <laughs> uh-huh. Now we can't post this on YouTube. Thanks.
1: Yeah. Is this my yep. water? Or, uh, oh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's just go do their polka music. I've lost, I've lost train of thought. To my left, in my immediate left, the first human being to my left, He is wearing a Dunder Mifflin blue cap today. Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. That is a real place, isn't it? I oh, know. Yeah, it's made up. It is. Oh, oh, oh. Come on.
2: Crash and burn.
1: The audio, our band back there has problems with their... Uh, Someone tripped over Back there. Yeah. Oh. We'll get it. Hey, guys, quit tripping all those wires. Come on, man. I got it, folks. Oh, okay. Before we go on, uh, well, never mind. Let's just let's move along here. Too many hurdles. Too many hurdles. It's a <laughs> rough day because it is St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Time for So, uh, My, my left, he does our podjinks for us, and there goes our music again. Let's start, you hear it? It's sounding corny again. He, he does our podgings uh, for us. He no longer does 27 Kidman jokes every time on the podcast. No that was longer. just too many. Too many. How many do you do now, Travis? Not three. Not three. Not four. Not four. Not one. Not one. But two. But two. Two quality wow. jokes. Give it up for the one and only Travis Johnson. And almost an eleven o'clock position from me. He's got that. He's sporting that. Beach wave hairdo uh, all the time. He doesn't. He no longer wears a cap anymore because he has to show off the dude. And nobody touched the dude. Right. because he is epic. He is Jared. the epic. Henry, You're Throwing your beard out. Now, now where's your sign at? Like, pick, where's your uh, sign? Pick your sign back up, Jared. Your sign says Kidman or Bus. I wasn't going to say that. I was let the people oh. watch the video. Oh, okay. but, oh well. They got it. Kid on her bus. At my, in front of me, at my 1 o'clock position, from where I'm sitting, uh, she's holding the little grandbaby boy, Justice. Is he going to say something today, you think? He just woke up. If
3: we put headphones on him, maybe.
1: If we put headphones on you He likes the sound effects. We have my daughter, my grandson, and you don't see him on the camera, because he's doing the camera work right now. He's Woo-hoo. Mr. Cameraman. Justin Taylor and Justice Binge, everybody. The Youngest member of the S and D
2: Kidman His podcast. Shirt says hello. That was perfect timing.
1: I know, all right. That's that's professionalism. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now the they, first
1: now the first five minutes of the program was was, was, it was junk, <laughs> Unprofessionalism. complete unprofessional. Yeah, it was just flushing. Oh, no good at all. Too many too many things going on there. So, and I still have problems with my uh, sound. All over our here, so. in the church. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, make a uh, adjustment to the here here in just a second. So, why don't we do that right now? All right.
4: We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by.
1: All right. Okay, now we're back. All right. Okay. We got that fixed, I hope. As long as I don't... Get this iPad and mess up that cable, so we'll be all right. Today we were talking, you know, I never did come up with a title for today um, because there was too much wording in this article that I found, and so I'm just going to con- call it uh, Kid Men in Demand. Um, on Demand. On Demand. Well, in Demand. In Demand. Kid Ministers in Demand. Something like that. I'll figure it out when we actually get it out there. I'll we'll find a title Kid for it. Kid
2: Ministers in Demand. Kid. So what- whatever title you um. see on this podcast
1: right now, We didn't know what it was going to be until then.
2: Yeah, we can't tell the future. (laughs) Come on, people.
1: It's future stuff. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, on our website. Oh. What's that? What? What is that? Our website. What is it? I never told you about the website. No,
2: what is a website? Oh, come on, Travis. How how does one website?
4: It's where you go and watch the cool web things that spiders do.
2: Oh, it's site of, of the webs, right?
1: Was I'm not bad. sure what to do you with that information. I do not even explain
4: it correctly.
2: We
1: do have a website, uh, in case we've not mentioned anyone. Triple W, S-N-D, for Sticks and Dirt, uh, com, And uh, we actually did a little bit of revamping on there. We put a new little video thing on there from some of our video casts, a little montage. You did? Yes, and we also have a product page on there. And on our product page, as you'll see on the screen here, as you're, if you're watching the video, you'll see... Uh, we have uh, a red cap that says, Make Kid Men Great Again. And you can go there and buy that. We have some here for you, a fresh new supply of them that came in. And uh, we're ready to send them out. And that helps us with our podcasting here. Uh, the price includes shipping. Uh, so get you one of those caps for your kid director or for your whole crew. Uh, we also have uh, something you can buy for your kid minister uh, it's a little door uh, plate, it's called the Kid Men. And uh, you can—that comes in gray It's a plastic about a three by eight size. Uh, it comes with a double back sticky tape on on the back side of it, and you can put it uh, on your kid minister's door, or you can put it on your bedroom door, or you can put it on your bathroom door. So we've seen a couple out there Speaking use as bumper a sticky stickers. backside. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, oh. yeah, you can put it anywhere you want it to. If you're not a kid minister, you can uh, get you it can for you. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. You can get that on the products page there, and um, we've put our uh, added a video page on there now to where, to watch episodes that we are actually trying to video record, we will log them on there from our Vimeo account. Hey, every time I say Vimeo, I want you guys to do this. Remember that B I N G O song? B I N G O. I want you to spell Vimeo, V I M E O, V I M E O, V I M E O. Vimeo was his name. Oh, Okay. So on our let's try it on our Vimeo channel. B-I-M-E-O, 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 and B-M-E-O B-M-E-O was, was his name-o.
5: name-o.
1: I keep saying bingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the page there the, uh, is called Kidman Stuff, and we're just dropping uh, our videos on there. We're dropping all of them. We're dropping all of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see some other Kidman stuff on there, too, that I made up down through the years when I was out traveling and, and things like that. Some craft ideas and uh, neat little videos and stuff to watch. So, it's old stuff, but hey, it's there. It's free. We're not charging you for that. So, on SND.com, you can see our website, um, I mean our um, video channel on there, and uh, products, and a bio. If you you can't handle listening to us, then (laughs) don't watch the videos and don't go to the bio page, because it's pretty ugly. Some of us are pretty, and some of us are ugly. Well, that's you, decide.
3: Thank you.
4: Thank Uh... you. Appreciate
1: that. Jared's saying, I don't know what Jared's saying.
4: I'm saying I'm ugly. (laughs) No,
1: he's saying I'm the good looking one. I'm a (laughs) bum. What? Oh, I almost spilled my my coffee. So let's get into our topic today. Uh, What what I've done this time is i actually found this article online. It's a blog, rather. And uh, let me pull up the uh, man's name here. Some of you, many of you probably have heard of this man. I haven't. I mean, I have because I've read some of his articles before in the past. His name is Tom uh Rayner. Selick, Oh, right. <laughs> and um, this was an article he put back last February in 2018. And I just I was just researching stuff on Kidman, just trying to, you know, learn information and just come across this article here. Uh apparently Tom Rayner uh has a, a website called uh, Church Answers. And what it is, it's it's kinda way I understand from it, it's kinda like a um not a Wikipedia for church goers, but anyway, he put out uh, a question, and um, no, he didn't. Let me read this article. Right. Um "Here's a con- There was a pastor who was commenting on there, and their church uh, was at a point to where, you know, not only the pastor was being supported, but now their attendance and uh, membership had grown to the point where they could actually afford to financially support a full-time minister." the first time, besides a pastor. And he threw this out here to, on the internet, on church answers, and said, if I'm going to hire an an employee uh, for my church and ministry, which ministry should I uh, go for? What what minister should I hire? Worship, teen, children's, uh, you know, you name it, college. And all the responses that came back, um, he said, literally blew him away. Um, because Tom Rainer is, is not a kid minister uh, website. It's, it's just church in general. Mm-hmm. And so according to this pastor's responses, the um, amount of replies that came back was all related and all said, get you a children's minister. If you're going to put one on staff, I kind of like that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so that's what, what kind of blew me away. And so that's what called, prompted him to write this blog up. And I, I assume that he went through and gathered some information based on what he was seeing there and the responses that people gave and, and come up with five reasons um, why a children's minister is uh, high in demand now and uh, becoming more and more popular, more and more needed. And this was a year ago, and I'm sure this has been out for, you know, five, ten years. People have been catching on to this how important children's ministry uh, is becoming and has become. And so uh, what we're going to do today is take these five points here and share them with you. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's read this article or not. I mean, of course, it's been a year later, and I just come across it. So we're basically just going to share this with you and give some of our input with it as well. You know, whether it's for or opposed, it's fine. And so what we've done is I've got this contraption cup over here. And uh, it's a contraption cup, yes. Because when you reach inside of it and pull out, on the uh, points, uh, we're we'll making a contraption noise. Let me get one ready here for us. There it is. So uh, I'm going to pass a cup around, and first person, the will be the first one. Just pull one out of there and read the topic and the paragraph for us.
2: Reach it's not going to hurt me,
1: is it? No, it's not going to hurt you. going Go bite. right ahead. Bite and, and now. Ah, ah! He's reaching inside the cup.
2: Okay. There you go. And Why am I bleeding?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right let's see oh i got number five on the list Ooh. parents insist on safety security and hygiene for their kids you may read the little
1: yes read the paragraph, paragraph.
2: after that mm-hmm. we live in a nervous time heightened by a greater awareness of sex abuse shooters and germs parents want to know that the church is a safe place for their kids the presence of a quality children's minister is a huge positive statement for these parents and I agree, you should be concerned about that, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, something we've talked about here is, is uh, I don't know where we landed on it with the uh, renovation and stuff, but we were going to do a, like active shooter training. Mm-hmm. Is that, I don't know if that's still in the, in the works or not.
1: We uh, had actually talked about it. Did we talk about it in a meeting in our kid team? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, think we actually, cause I remember us talking about it, but I don't know if it was just a handful of us or with everybody. No, we did have a meeting. I remember now. Uh, we did have a, a plan for an active shooter uh, incident and a plan of escape. And I, I, there's like two ways, actually three ways we can get out. Yeah. If it's during a Sunday morning during kids' church, if that was to happen and they come back and said,
2: we would have to take the kids and make a plan. We actually plan. had that situation happen recently. We had someone um, in our church is a police officer and he, he was high alert for some reason. Recently, I can't that remember. That was here, or? That yeah, was here.
4: I think that was with that woman.
2: Yeah, some woman came oh, an it was an unru- active shooter, was just... Unru- it was, no, a, it
1: was an active shooter, but it was... It was it's uh, just a situation. A high alert situation. Yeah I, was, yeah, I remember that. I think there's
2: some steps that every church should... Some kind of training that... Number one, the active shooter training, um, I think, would be helpful. Number two, uh, CPR class. I think everyone in children's ministry should... Um, Provide that, provide that, or seek that out themselves. Because I have that. I have CPR, CPR, and for youth and and, or pediatric and adult. Um, also, the AED machine. You never know if you're going to need that. Do you know what AED machine? No, the the AED machine. Yeah. Uh uh. Like have the, the heart. Thing? Yeah, the like. Oh, the defibrillator. Sh- the fibr- the oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and another thing that stood out on this was the. Uh, a greater awareness of, of sex abuse. I mean, you got the you can do background checks on people, but you just need to like know how to train yourself to to maybe like uh, come up with some red flags to look out for with, yep. with some people. I yep. mean, you can't a background check doesn't if it doesn't tell you everything. I mean, just look out for red flags if someone's giving them more attention than they. What do you think,
1: Jared? About any of that? I think Travis. Nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I just repeat yeah. what he said. You know? Yeah. Um, I think when you have those people that are those weirdos, you just kinda, kinda no, kind of everyone kind of gets that vibe.
2: Yeah,
4: and you gotta, I, and, I, yeah.
1: And,
4: and you have to.
1: You all. You also have to watch like how kids act
2: too. Yeah. Because they they can sense that kind of stuff. Yeah, right? they kind of shy away
1: from those people too. They kind of like when they try to. Or if something move was close, they kind of like. Yeah. Like they would act weird towards. Yeah. That person. But, and then again, like children now, some kids are just like that because they're getting abused at home. They don't want around nobody. So, but I think when the adults all start sensing that, then that's kind of like, you know, it's almost a God thing, I guess, in a way to help us. But at the same time, uh, people on your staff should be probably background, we do background checks here at our church, and people get on staff and stuff, they they, uh, go through that. supposed to anyway, I know they did with me, and so uh, that comes up. But that in itself is not always going to yeah. stop it from happening, yeah. you know. Um, they might come back clean, but they might be a person like that in the works. Yeah. So yep. uh, got to watch out for that type of stuff all the time. So now there's churches that can't afford to go the full measure with security cameras and that kind of stuff. Uh, we don't have well, security yeah, we cameras. don't
2: have security cameras.
1: Uh, we're gonna be we're good in some. We've already got some, but they haven't have them installed yet. But yeah. I think they're gonna be for more like after hours and whatnot. But yeah, but
2: well, there's some research you can do, like just what to look out for, and um, <clears throat> like what you said, kids' uh, attitudes towards people, like what they, to, what you can pick up as far as what kids are saying and doing.
4: But then also, like even if you can't afford, like if you don't do background checks or anything, like. Go with your gut, you know what yep. I'm saying? Because like, your gut can really tell you like, just yeah, about the person. In a way.
1: There's some common sense things we can do, I guess. Uh, all kinds of information on the Internet we can look out for and do um, and find ideas to work with. The kid check-in programs, I, I realize a lot of smaller churches don't even need that, but you start getting, I don't know, 30 kids or more, you might want to do a little a kid check-in program get the app and software type stuff. A lot of it's a lot of competitors coming out there and some of it's getting cheaper and easier to afford to do a new check-in programs. Uh, some of them get real technical when they get these 80, 150 kids, 200 kids, uh, they got the barcodes and special <laughs> ID cards, all that kind of fun stuff. you know. And they scan when they come in and check them in the system and blah, blah, there you go. So, but uh, uh, we're not there, we don't have that, but still, like I said, that software and stuff is coming out there more and more, and I think it's going to be not too long before anyone can afford to do stuff like that. Yeah. It'll just, it'll just, uh, the technology will increase, and we can uh, just make things happen with that, with that you know, and be for our better, for our uh, security. Uh, as far as uh, video, I do know this. Most of the time, we do a live Facebook video feed for our kids' church service, mm-hmm. and literally half the reason why I want that is to protect us. Good, yeah. And because we don't have a video surveillance system now, we video record our entire service, you know, and we have it there, and it's posted on our Facebook page, and our Kids Church connects, and you can see our services on there. And there we are with the kids, and it covers us in case someone tries to start something, right. and that's happened before. And so uh, we have that as a preventative, and it's free to do. If you've got someone to just set their cell phone up or an iPad up somewhere and just set it back in the corner, if anything, just watch the video of the whole room for the whole hour. Uh, you don't have to be live feed. You can just record it and keep it on file or whatever you want to. But those are some easy ways for security, you know, for your kid in church oh, without security. having to, uh, yeah, go a whole nine yards and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and get the surveillance system and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, uh, let's pass a cup around. I think got thought anywhere else on, on, that. And Jared reached inside the jar there. Careful. Thinking,
2: security is my priority. <laughs> <laughs> is that yeah. Take it out. No? Well,
1: what,
4: what is, is that?
2: Oh yeah, I love impractical jokes.
4: Oh, I got. Oh, I got one. I thought it was two. Okay. Uh, number one, huh. millennials have a lot of kids. The millennial generation is the largest generation in America's history though they may be surpassed by gens, Generation Z. Uh, there are 78 million young adults ranging in ages from 18 to 38, and they have lots of kids. If they visit a church, one of, the, one of their highest priorities is the quality of the children's ministry.
1: Okay, so read the, read the point again. All of it? No, just the, the main point, the sentence.
4: Millennials
1: have lots of kids. Now, what do you guys think about that?
4: I, I think they do, yeah. I guess like I guess I'm not in Kidman all that much as you are so you would know rather than me but I feel like back then they had lots of kids. Like, I think yeah it feels like it feels like the uh, like my my dad has like five sisters and I have one brother. Well you know same thing with me too and it's, it's, my my grandparents have five kids yeah and, like I felt like my dad had one <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's something I would necessarily know. I'll just go based on what I've heard and seen. Yeah, I
4: mean, I mean, and these stats yeah. don't lie, obviously, so...
1: Well, I mean, I don't know where you got the stats at from, but I've heard completely opposite. I'm under the impression, and this, by default, has to sway to political influence. Yeah. What you hear from about millennials, millennials, all I've ever been hearing are, and this is the hardest word for me to say, minimalist. <laughs> Min- minimalism. <clears throat> yeah minimal minimally that that's all folks <laughs> and, and they say. in other words they believe in getting by and living with wow. the least bit or less and most of them are like anti-children we don't want to we don't need any more kids on the planet because the earth is overpopulated blah
2: blah blah or they get, or they have kids but they don't get them vaccinated so
1: yeah and, and so a lot of them are wanting to wanting to adopt which is a good thing yeah. i'm all for that <laughs> well, that's a great idea you know, don't have kids, but let's, we want to have one, let's adopt. And that's, that's awesome. I, I appreciate that. But um, that one there, when I read that one, I thought, you know, it struck me odd because of what I've always heard out there. Uh, without doing any research on are the millennials actually producing more children today? You know, I don't know. That's a new one on me. And so uh, at the same time, the millennial thing is a whole new basket thing in itself because you're looking at a whole new generation of people who are raised differently, being taught differently, and how does that affect us when we teach them when they come in? Because we keep our teaching the same, but we're, the mindset of kids we're teaching to is completely different than what we were teaching to before. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. They won't respond to what used to work.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, there's still good millennials out there. I'm not trying to put them on one group by no means. Uh, so I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm just saying there, there are those out there that will come in to the church and they've, you know, led a certain life as a millennial, uh, in a certain way. And they come into the church and, you know, God saves them and fills them with the Holy ghost. And then they start changing, you know, and they, from what they've been taught and, and growing up into. And, uh, so it's just, I think there's a big challenge of the children of the Millennials coming in and I honestly don't know don't have an answer for that because yeah. I'm trying to picture in my mind you know when we teach what we've always been t- teaching down through the years how are they receiving it you know and how are they uh, uh, taking this in absorbing it and how are they gonna respond to it yeah you know I, I, it may not be a challenge but I'm just saying there could be so I don't know, any thoughts on that? I, I kind of—I don't know
2: what. What is a millennial? Am I a millennial? You
1: got there's an age chart online. You can see a generation. You get a generation like chart. 19,
2: what did that thing say? Eighteen to. Th- it's like
1: nineteen, eighteen to 30, eighteen to
4: thirty-eight.
2: Oh well, that's me. I don't know why. There are seventy-eight
4: yeah. million young adults ranging in ages from eighteen
2: to thirty-eight. Eighteen to thirty-eight.
1: I don't feel so like I'm, a millennial. I'm a millennial, okay. Yeah, yeah, you guys are. Huh. So. <laughs> So, anyway, like I just, cool. there's just, there's just a lot of them out there, uh, especially in college, that uh, on, on, the, on the, I guess I'd say, on the left side of things, they're really being taught some obscure things, and it's really hard to reach
2: them. Yeah. It, okay, it so he,
4: here's an example. Like, today, okay. I'm not dissing anybody. Like, I went to my parents' church today, and my, my dad was speaking. He did a good job, you know, like, you know, I... Oh, yeah. I'll but, hold on, but there were times where it's, like, how he was saying it, I w- I'd been, like, I'm not criticizing him, but I would have been, like, I would have said that differently. Or, like, if you would have said it this way, it would have worked better for, for
1: people the
4: kids he was speaking to. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of thing, you know.
1: Okay. Like it's like, like you it just, agreed with him, but...
2: the
4: example that I want to give, is kind of like you want kids to receive the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And back then, it seemed like... People like you were pressured to get it. Like you need it. Yeah, you You have to get it now. Without it, you need to get it now. Yeah, before you leave. It makes the kids scared of it, but you should be scared of it. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like in my way, I would have been like, I would have just talked about how great it is to
1: have it, rather than
4: you need it or you can't go to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like
1: that's a good point.
4: It might have worked back then, but it it doesn't work
1: now. Definitely doesn't work now. And today you you have to approach the gift of the spirit in a different, or well, the way, probably a, way it should have been anyway. Right.
4: Not, not, in a way, not like a scare tactic.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: People don't uh, react to scare tactics. Like
1: that. And that's the other thing, because the heaven hell thing brings up another thing about a lot of millennials is so many more of them are not even religious, yeah. and most of them don't even believe in a God. Yeah. So that, again, that, that side of the millennial age is what I'm, what i'm referring to when yeah. i say what i've said and i feel yeah. like
4: millennials like they're i mean i'm not saying your generation never like questioned anything but i it seems like oh, yeah. you guys just went with the flow just because and then it's like when i was being raised i you know i had questions like why do i do this why do i do that and then they're like well you just do it you don't question it so i think millennials are more like why are we doing this yes
1: like yeah <laughs> And, and you're right. Back, back before my generation, it, it was like that. It was, you know, you have to receive God now, and or you're going to go to hell here before you go home tonight. You're going to die in a car yeah, wreck. Yeah. And then during my generation, that was still there, but it was phasing out quickly. Yeah. And you're, you nailed it. Uh, a lot of us were like, we just went with the flow. Yeah. So I like mean, in it, the 80s and stuff, easy, you know, we, we was. It's you do
4: that when you're just raised in it, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't really question it because that's just how you –
1: and it's because that generation before I had set that up and now we're just going with the flow we're just like okay almost like a yes man type thing okay let's just go with it and now it's transitioning. where hey wait a minute stop and think about this for a second you know which is good that's a good quality and characteristic to have to question things you know and it's it shows responsibility of oneself when a person checks himself and says you know do I need to consider this what's about to happen here this god thing you know and they look into it more and of course, when you find into it more, you taste as if the Lord is good, you know, they'll find out. You know, yeah. if they let their soul reach out to God, then it'll, it'll happen. It'll have a good ending uh, with it. But uh, anyway, that's enough for the uh, kind of went off on the millennial thing there a little bit. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the cup I you too. just
2: like, from <laughs> 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 drinking from the. Here it
1: is. No, no, that's the... the cup. Taylor, are you ready? Justice got a handful tonight.
3: He's being a little bit of a handful tonight. He's He's a little
1: bit of a handful. Okay, just reaching that cup. I
2: thought you were gonna say you want me made hold him.
1: you don't want that. We're gonna look like a the trapping cup there and pulling out Ow. our third point here. She's gonna
2: looks like something out of Doctor Seuss. <laughs> is, it does,
1: doesn't it? All right. I'm
3: try. This ain't working out too well. All right. <laughs> a quality children's ministry requires a large volunteer force. Indeed, this rash- this rational
1: just give it your best rephrase it
3: it i I think it says rational okay rationale i don't know was one of the key reasons the leaders of the church answers responded and i i cannot read tonight i'm sorry
2: (laughs) she just (laughs) let me read it for you
3: please somebody else read it for me pass it on down there
2: (laughs) all right hold on wait quick jared fill time I just started a quality children's ministry requires a large volunteer force. Indeed, this rationale was one of the key reasons the leaders at Church Answers responded and unanim, you, <laughs> yeah, unanimously, unanimously for yeah. calling a children's minister. Leading the volunteer ministry can be a full-time job by itself.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty much talking about how re- children's
2: ministry requires a lot, a of-, lot of volunteers. A lot of hands of volunteers constantly being behind the scenes. I,
3: I can I can see where that that'll take into place because on our staff we have two, four, six, eight, nine, eleven. We've got eleven just for Sunday services, and then two extras for tots. Mhm. Um. So I mean, all together we have like thirteen, and we run like 15, 20 kids. Mhm. And so that's almost like seven away from one adult per kid.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, now we take turns, you know, we have a schedule where we only would really need seven, mm-hmm. but we have extras there for, to handle the um, wild ones. And <laughs> if for some reason someone would need help with something, we've got extra adults there to help out with things or to, you know, pull Maybe take kids to their parents, things like that. So I I do believe that it requires a lot of volunteers, but maybe not all – they don't all have to be there each and every Sunday. That's just the way we've chosen to do things. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, do a rotation so that people don't get burnt out. And we wrote, that's why we have our rotation, so that the same person isn't doing the exact same job every single week and they'll get burnt out on it and maybe want to – step back for a little bit. That's, I think that's what we're trying to not come, not make happen. So we do that rotation. But I do believe it takes a lot of volunteers because kid ministry can get uh, draining mm-hmm. because you're having to keep the attention span of kids. And that's not something that is easy every single week. Yeah. So I, I do agree with it.
1: And so uh, that kind of fortifies, strengthens the thought that, you know, a children's minister is, is a prime candidate to be, if possible, you know, compensated to be on staff. So um, as opposed to young people, they can take care of themselves. You know, they, can, they know to stay in the room yeah. and that they take some responsibility. Kids, man, they'll just fly off anywhere. If you're not looking, <laughs> they'll go out that door and run outside on you. Yep. Uh, because they can.
2: Chase Jared down the street.
1: I was literally <laughs> thinking. <that. laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll chase Jared down the street. And so. Uh, Too cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, having. Uh, it sounds like we got a lot of people on staff. And it, with the 18, 20 kids we have, yeah, it's, it's like almost like a one-on-one. But we have people in sound booth. We have a little sound booth back there. So we got guys rotating in there. And all of us take turns rotating in segments of our kids' church. And uh, we have uh, one lady. She's pretty much our grandma. And Sister Rose, she just, <laughs> yeah, she's our kids' church grandmother. And so that's, that's what she does. She uh, kind of helps nurture and takes care of kids when they're having bad days. Um, so we have a good chemistry going on as far as that. Um, yeah. So any other comments on,
2: um, on that topic there, that, that bullet point? I still don't know what this word is. It out. U-N-A-N-I-M-I-T-Y. I you, you unanim- 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 yeah, unanimity. unanimity? Yeah, something like that. Unanimity. That might be a typo on the article. Unanimity. Might be. Unanimity. Might be, unanimity.
3: So. That's unanim- the other word that I got stuck on? I was rationale. <laughs> rationale.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought, I remember seeing rationale in there. So, all right, uh, we've got one, two, three. Give me that. Where's that cup at? Justin, you want to read one? No, I'm good. Okay, pass me that. Is that the cup there? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Careful. I'll retch in there, and I'll grab one out. <laughs> we got one more left after this one.
2: Me and Jared will tag team now. All one. right.
1: Okay. I got number two. A healthy children's ministry usually results in a healthy student ministry. Yes. Uh, it makes sense. If there is uh, quality teaching and ministry for the children, these children are more likely to move to a student ministry better prepared for life and better disciplined for God's work. So you can testify to that, right, Jared?
4: Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, I think the thing just says itself
4: and then it's good, you know, like the better, the better, I mean, I wouldn't say that if if you went to like the biggest kids ministry thing and grew up in it, that doesn't mean that like, or if someone like went from something small like I did, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you're not going to be better prepared. But mm-hmm. I will say that I wasn't, when I came here first, I didn't get teaching over, over at the other church that I got here. So in a way they wanted me to stay in youth longer because Nate wanted to like Mm -hmm. teach me things that I wasn't necessarily taught over there. So I, I guess there is a thing. So, yeah, it's important. So if you're.
1: And and on the same token, that same point can be held with um, the youth ministry that the youth, uh, Had to be prepped up to, for the adult yeah. class or college career. Yeah, that's pretty much. It. You know, it's the same. Yeah. That'll apply to any level of ministry because uh, each phase they go through, are preparing for the next uh, phase in their in their uh, life as they go through the church. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Get the last one. You guys want to tag team on that one? say together. Right. All right, we'll say All like right. every other word. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> every other word. This will be interesting. You have to speak loud because you'll be away from your mic. Huh? Yeah. Let's oh, he's got to have
2: it. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh, you.
1: If
4: churches
2: desire to reach families, they must be prepared to reach
1: children. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was too uh, drawn to attention to read listening to you guys do that. I really feel uh, like all I
2: said was "be" and two. So, what's the main point again?
1: Just read it straight through. Again, the yeah. same
2: way. Yeah. If churches
4: desire to reach families, they must be prepared to reach children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was too uh, distracted being entertained by that more than anything. So, well, what's the paragraph say? Who wants to read that? Go ahead, Jane. If
2: the boomer,
4: <laughs> <laughs> here comes. There the you go, and read the whole thing. If the boomer generation acted like helicopters and hovered over their kids, the millennial generation is acting like sidecars and want to go wherever the motorcycle slash child goes. You can't reach a family with kids unless you are really prepared to reach the kids.
2: Wow. So it's saying older parents just, like, I don't know what it's saying. Like, they just dropped the kids off and didn't care about what what they did. And And the millennial parents are, like, more involved is that what they're saying? I think that's what I was getting from that. More involved in what they're being taught. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because remember, we've talked about how kid well, ministry I, some people look at kid ministry as a babysitting thing, which I, I, I remember growing up and, and seeing that. That's and even in recent years, a lot of people have looked at kids' church like that as a babysitting tool, yeah, and not as a ministry. But, yeah, I can see how it was saying, you know, the generation before was looking at the kids' church as just dropping them off and you take care of them. But now parents today are like, you know, what's going on, you know, and uh, how is this thing working back here type of thing, Be more yeah, inclusive about it. they're too afraid
2: to let their kids go. And...
1: and so that engages the children's minister to be on top of stuff, you know. Because if you're taking care of a kid's church when they were just um, dropping them off, you know, you just take care of the kids. But now they're wanting to engage a little bit more, I guess. And so you have to be ready to, you know, assist them. Yeah. You know, let them know what's going on and uh, provide what they need for them. You know, I think the deal with the, what you said, first time, first time was the uh, security and stuff like that. that. That kind of shows that the parents are like, I'm more, more concerned that they're secure back here as well. So that's engaging them in with you as well. You know, checking up on you.
4: And I think when it like when it says the church's desire to reach families, you got to reach their children. I feel like if you reach their children, you'll reach them, because oh, if they're they, gonna want to come they back know to church they, all the time. Their children are loving what they're, you know, doing. Then they'll be like, hey, like, uh, we probably need to go here. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that could be a, uh, a goal to get more families in the church.
1: Yeah. But, one thing I want to add before we move on is uh, I don't think we need to prep this up to the point, and this dovetails off what you just said, is um, making a children's ministry a, such a professional that it takes away from the parents doing their responsibility of raising their kids up right. Um, we don't want to make it so, such a classification itself, Kidman that is, that parents resort back to that to where I'll let you guys give the spiritual training for my kid beside, you know, as, as opposed to me doing it as a parent. Parents still need to do their parenting at home and spiritual growth with their kids at home in conjunction with the kids' church.
2: Just like kindergarten.
1: Yeah, just, just like adults. And you, you take care of your spiritual life at home, you come to church, you get your pastoring and you get your ministering and your fellowship. And then... Uh, It's the same with the kids. They need to have their instruction at home, and they get their instruction at church. So it's all kind of there. All right, anything else you guys want to add to that?
2: If I was in a motorcycle gang, I would name my kid Sidecar. (laughs) Throw that out there. That's all I got to say about that. I bet
4: your kid will hate you. No, that's an
2: awesome name, man.
4: Sidecar, thanks, Dad. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: sidecar Travis, that'd be it's like a, a Sidecar, side, sidecar, <laughs> sidecar Johnson.
4: Johnson.
1: <laughs> sidecar Johnson, is that like a a wrestler name or a it, it, or a it's country be. singer? Country themed. Like, that reminds me of Boxcar Willie. That's an old country singer. <laughs> a sidecar be a country singer. Sidecar Johnson themed wrestler. Yeah, a <laughs> country themed wrestler. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our. Uh, you ready for Pod Jinx? Reck neck, yeah. All right. So, you got 27 corny kids' jokes a day?
2: 20, not 28. Oh.
0: Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx, where corny kids' jokes never grow old. Crikey. Here's your joy filled jester, Travis Johnson. Phenomenal.
2: Take it away, try. Oh man, I sneeze. I had to sneeze, but it went away. Alright, you ready? Say elephant. <laughs> what is brown, hairy, and wears sunglasses?
1: Brown, hairy, and wear sunglasses. Brown, hairy. Whoa. I'm thinking His of Bigfoot. His Harry Brown. Weekend Bernie's.
2: Weekend How big is this hairy guy? Brown, hairy, and wear sunglasses. That's all I have to say. Uh-huh. I think I might know it, but I doubt
1: it's I have a no doubt idea. it's right. What? I'm not saying that. What's it. your idea, well, Justin? Line. What's going through your head? Yeah. Grows on a tree,
4: grows
1: on a tree. Yep. He, thinks know, he might have him. it. I don't know. What is it? He thinks it's something that grows on a tree. Mine is a cool coconut. A what? A cool coconut.
2: Well, is, the answer is a coconut on vacation.
1: <gasps> no way. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really figure that out? Brown and hairy. Gosh.
3: <laughs> We're all thinking of like an animal.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. Bigfoot. All right. On vacation gets that one. All right. You ready for this one? Yes. When will the little snake arrive?
1: When he gets here. Oh. When will the little snake arrive?
2: Yeah.
3: I think I know. Oh.
1: No, say, oh. I think I have it.
2: Wait. No, wait. Yeah. Amazing. No.
3: Sounds like a Harry Potter joke.
1: Oh. I think
2: I know. Are you guys...
1: So both of you probably have it then, right? I
3: well, know. I don't know if I do now, <laughs> but I do I, have I an think answer. I
1: have a good idea. I, I have the Vegas famous idea. Who wants to go first, Taylor?
3: When he slithers in, or no. Slytherin? No. <laughs> in a, I thought it was like a Harry Potter a
2: joke. One, in a
1: Slytherin, second. No. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> in a second.
2: Does anyone know when the little snake will arrive? No. Me neither, but he won't be long.
5: Key <laughs> <laughs> waters There's little you. snake. So he won't be long. Yeah, won't be long.
2: Okay. That was a good one, right?
1: Yeah. Sort of. Sure. Oh. <laughs> sure. All right. So that does it for our two corny kid jokes for podgings today, all right? Yep. Okay. Let's move on to our last segment, which um, a lot of people hang Around for, and some people don't. It's Toy box, we can't just to about anything here.
5: <laughs>
4: what was that? A mic drop. He just died and
1: <laughs> the mic drop.
4: Dropped his yeah
1: mic. Who's got uh, something for toy box? I thought you said you did. I had a little something. All right, but won't it, be it's, long. Yeah, won't oh. be long. But I'm I don't have any. I, I have say
3: something. we put headphones on Justice.
1: The headphones, okay. <laughs> You think he's ready for that?
3: Is he's it, in a better mood he's now. He's in a
1: better mood now. Okay. We haven't heard a whole lot from Taylor today because Justice has, well, he just woke up from a really nice long nap, and I thought I he'd know. be ready to go. And, and
3: he, he just, was just, every time I sat down, he would start crying.
1: Yeah. So if you heard baby crying in the background, that's, that's what it was. Little Justice back there, just, just being who he is. He's just a little baby. Hey, man. There he goes again. He goes. <laughs> he's like, I was doing just fine laying down, mommy. What's up, tell us what's up, man? All right, I'll tell you what, this, I have something here, I'll read it out loud, I want you guys to help me out. All right. Someone gave me a book a few years ago, and wrote this uh, little paragraph inside the book cover, as a note to me, it was a note of encouragement, and it can be a note of encouragement for anyone listening, and I remember when I did this, I retyped it and put it on uh, Facebook to share it, you know, and said exactly that, someone gave me a book to read and wrote this in here and there. And this is what it says, I'll read that out, but on my, when I put it on Facebook years ago, someone put in the comments, said, sounds like your friend listens to a lot of, um, I can't remember, Disney, Pixar animated movies or something. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, okay, this little paragraph he wrote comes from a quote from an, an animation movie or something. Yeah. And so I figure if anyone knows, it's going to be Taylor or Travis. <laughs> And Press either way, on. either way, it's it's good. I like it. Right. So I'm going to read it, and you guys tell me: Does this sound familiar? Did this come out of a movie or something, or is it, Did he just make this up? Okay. All right. Here it goes. <clears throat> I want to. I want you to stretch yourself, live out your imagination, tame the lions and let them run free, so you can tame some more. Crack the whip. I'll put that in there. Uh, when you need, but keep it at a distance. As just a sound will do the trick most times. And here, here's a clue. Don't fear the ring of fire. Boom. Embrace it because on the other side, you'll be cheered. Continue making cl- a clown of yourself. We all know laughter cures most what ails us. A bug's
2: life. Sounds
3: Is like Dumbo. Certain- I gonna Dumbo. I was going to say Dumbo.
1: I was going to say it sounds like something from um, Jiminy
5: Cricket.
4: Sounds like advice yeah, he would give somebody. Cricket, well, yeah. That sounds yeah, they, like. That cricket. sounds
5: like. Give me cricket. That Are you done? That's it.
3: Okay, I can't put my finger on it, but I would say it Dumbo. really doesn't. It does. I mean, it sounds like they're talking about Dumbo, but I don't think it's actually from a movie.
1: I like the Jiminy Cricket one. That sounds. You gotta, and then Dumbo it. was the next one. So now, Jimmy Cricket's not in Dumbo, is he?
3: No, Jimmy Cricket's Pinocchio. No, he's not dumb.
1: He's Pinocchio. actually a pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> who was in Dumbo? Was there? Was he had like a little mouse or he something? He had a
3: little. He had a little a rat.
1: Rat. Okay, yeah. that's who Dumbo had. So yeah, the Ring of Fire. I think because just capitalized in this.
2: Uh, Johnny Cash.
1: Yeah, yeah, Johnny Cash. Now, crack of the whip. Uh, a lion tamer could be. Everything is like everything's circus. Like a circus yeah. I'm thinking Dumbo and Ring of Fire. Maybe Dumbo and Alpha. I don't remember the movie. Was there? Like
3: there a was ring a, a Ring of Fire in Dumbo. So this yes. could be Dumbo because they had him up on the tall pedestal with his clown, fa- like his face was painted like a clown. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And they made him. They like set a ring on fire, and if he didn't fly, he would go through the ring of fire.
1: So who was it that said this? Was it the little mouse rat?
3: Well, really, the only two characters. Well, there was a um, circus, I don't know what they're called, the ringleader, ringmaster. Yeah. yeah. He did talk, but I don't think that's what he said. So it wanna-
1: had to be someone inspiring Dumbo. Maybe they just Google. watched Dumbo the night before. And <laughs> well, they- the
3: <laughs> only person who really inspired Dumbo was the mouse.
2: So Maybe that mouse said that.
3: Possibly. It's repeated.
2: it. Huh, I don't know. That does sound like something that you would hear in a Dumbo movie, though.
1: Okay, so anyway, I just want to share that, and I had never, all these years, I've never uh, looked into it to see where it came from. I thought, I'll just bring it up in the podcast, and so it's probably right. Dumbo. The ring of fire and crack the whip. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well, that's my part. That's my contribution to the
2: the, um, toy box. I have something kind of funny. All right, please. I came across this, um, these recipes written by children. And they're the funniest oh, things Oh, they're hilarious. Have you seen these recipes? Yes. The real didn't they recipes? Ask him,
3: didn't they ask him how to make mac and cheese?
2: Yeah, I think I saw it. Yeah. But I'm going to read some recipes for you, okay? If, this is cooking tips with Travis for you. Are you ready?
1: Do we need intro music for this?
2: Nah, not oh, okay. this time. I'm going to give you this, this recipe for Ethan's eggs. Are you ready? I think these are kindergartners that, that said this and they yeah. wrote it down. Ethan's eggs, serving size 10 people. Prep time, one hour. Cook time is impressive. Cook time is two seconds. <laughs> and it doesn't cost much to make, only $3. And ingredients for Ethan's egg, eggs include pancakes, sugar, and Skittles. <laughs> and uh, where, to, where to buy Ethan's eggs? Like, where can you find them? Yeah. Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> and uh, you want instructions, step-by-step instructions? To cook Ethan's eggs is uh, first you put pancakes and then sugar and that's it. You can cook it, but but you can go to my house and I will give you eggs because my mom makes eggs all the time. (laughs) You can eat them with a spoon. Don't put anything on them because that's how you make eggs with nothing. (laughs) Where'd you find these at? What are these on? on They're on Facebook. I I see them on
3: Facebook.
2: That was a funny one. I mean, I
1: mean where, is someone, like, clicking all these or something? And no, like a just...
3: teacher gave her students, she wanted to make a recipe book, and so she gave her students this sheet, oh.
1: and it says,
3: what's the name of your thing, what are the ingredients, what's the cook time, what's the prep time, the, um, <laughs> how much it'll spend, and then give directions. And so these are what the kids wrote. I think it was, like, kindergartners or preschoolers. I, I
2: think, that's I funny. Think that's Do kidding. Kidding. one more for us. One more? Yeah. All right. I'm going to read you Joe's Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is the best. Serving size, I don't even know. <laughs> Prep time. <laughs> Prep time like 45 minutes. That's about cook, right. <laughs> cook time, I think 55 minutes. <laughs> Cost, I don't even know. In- <laughs> ingredients. Get the meat and lettuce at HEB. Taco shells are there too. <laughs> I have che- <laughs> I have cheese at my house, so I don't have to go to the store and get more. Lettuce, potato, dot, dot, dot. Wait, is it potato or tomato? Dot, dot, dot. No, tomato. (laughs) Where to buy? I don't even know where to get the other stuff. Instructions. Are you ready for the instructions? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, write this down because I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, Instructions. No, that's what I'm saying. Instructions. First, I don't actually know. I really don't remember anything. Can I change this to cheesy (laughs) roll-ups? (laughs) because they are super easy. This is only... There's only three stuff you need. White cheese, yellow cheese, and tortilla. I don't even want to make tacos anymore.
3: (laughs) I guess... (laughs) I I guess the teacher was just asking them and she was writing down what they
2: I probably I don't even know how. It's too hard to think about tacos. (laughs) 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 But I can make cheesy roll-ups. They're super easy. They come from Taco Bell. I need yellow cheese, and I don't know where to buy the white cheese. I don't know how to make tacos. Cheesy roll-ups are better because I know how to make them. Let me think. Dot, dot, dot. One time I made candy, and it turned brown. Is
5: he still going?
2: <laughs> I don't want tacos anymore. I like them, but I love cheesy roll-ups more. I, I don't like beans because they make me throw up. My mom made me eat a burrito one time with beans, and I threw up. Wait. I know now, to make watermelon, it is easy. Just buy the watermelon and eat it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how to make Joe's chocolate. (laughs) Wow. That's good.
1: That's probably not the best one, isn't it? (laughs) They got one that says how to make donuts or anything like that in there? No,
2: Mm. let me see. I got uh, uh, pancakes and macaroni.
1: You want to hear one of those? Let's hear macaroni. Macaroni and cheese?
2: Ariana's macaroni. Okay. If it's cheesy, I just have to wait and find out. Uh, serving size, three people. Prep time, five minutes. Cook time, five minutes a day. What? That's what it says. Cook <laughs> five time, five minutes a day. day. You're having macaroni every day. <laughs> Cost? Holy moly. I think $2. Ingredients, melted cheese, macaroni, apples, strawberries. I like them because they're healthy. Toys, backpack, doll. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Where to buy? Walmart and Target. And wait, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, the mall. First, instructions. First, you put the macaroni on the stove, and now you put it in the end. Put it to the oven and put cheese and more melted cheese. The oven has to be hot like fire, like a candle, like for birthdays. (laughs) Now you need to tell everyone that it's time to leave. And I have to leave because I'm going to a party with my... With the swimming pool. My sister says, (laughs) why do you go to the swimming pool? And I say, because I like it. Now I go home, and I am waiting for it not to be hot. And then my sister says, why do you do that? It's because you (laughs) blow on the macaroni so it won't be hot. You need to wait. Now it's done. (laughs) And that's how you make Ariana's macaroni.
1: So didn't we say you've had cheese or not, right? Cheesy melted and more melted cheese. And
3: more melted cheese. More
1: melted cheese, Okay. (laughs) Again, I was sidetracked with the uh, swimming pool and yeah. or whatever. Yeah, The doll, she, she on went the
3: backpack, on, the toys. The yeah.
1: backpack. Yeah, that really threw me off. She
2: went on a journey there with that <laughs> okay.
1: recipe. Okay. Anything else? Jared? Okay, you didn't you want to share your headache with us? Jared, no? can you write
2: a, a recipe for me? I need to know how to make something. Can you make <laughs> me a recipe for next week?
1: Yeah.
4: Thanks. Jared's uh, mean bowl of potato soup. There you go. Really?
1: You make meatballs. Some
4: say, Randy. Some say.
2: Legend <laughs> okay. says.
1: Now we was going to do our toy box um, lesson. Yeah. No, but yeah. we can't because we actually we had a sabotage. Yes, we were sabotaged because of our church renovation. Yep. The roofers had to get this done, so we could yep. not have service on Sunday. Church,
2: church was called for for weather, yes. but not for bad weather, but for good That's weather.
1: Exactly. Uh, they had, roofers had to have perfect weather to yeah. get this huge roof redone,
2: yeah.
1: and so they worked. It's like three days in a row now, I oh, guess, yeah. on this roof, and they're shingling it right now as we speak. And so we had to cancel church because they're all around the building facility getting this done as fast as they can uh, before it starts raining again. So it makes sense. So we had to cancel. So our next podcast, we'll catch up with our toy box and talk about hopefully uh, the object you talked about. I will. All right. Yeah. All right, Taylor, tell us a little bit about. Uh, again, we're doing outro songs different uh, for the next few podcasts. Um, I'm letting everyone on the team choose their own <laughs> outro song. I
2: like mine last
1: time. Yes, that thing stuck in my head for like three ah, days. Ah, see, that's what happened. Um, um, Taylor's turn today, and then Jared did one already, so we have Justin to do one, Andrew, and Ethan. I'll get a shot at it.
2: Oh, we didn't mention last week was Andrew's birthday.
1: Yes, and it, that's the other thing. If he was here today. He has connections with the Irish Kidman.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. And today is St. Patty's Day. Oh. And great to hear from the Irish Kidman today. Yeah, I days. even texted Andrew and said, hey, man, if you were here, you could call the Irish Kidman up and he could, you know, come on, on, on the phone or something and have something to say for Irish. He's probably booked kid, uh, on St. Paddy's Day.
2: He's probably booked. He's, Sunday?
1: St. Patrick's that, Day Saint on a Sunday? St. Patrick's Day
2: on a Sunday. He's probably booked.
1: Oh, man. He's probably doing five churches in one day. Yeah. Evangelizing for the kids. So, who knows? But maybe we'll hear something... In the aftermath maybe he'll have something good news maybe to tell us about us like back on to yes so full of blarney all right taylor we we're, we're done uh, tell us a little bit about your outro song and i'll hit play
3: so my outro song is very fitting to the beginning of this podcast because we were having some issues um, but appropriately my my favorite <laughs> comedian is tim hawkins and he wrote a country song about technical difficulties
2: uh, it's like we did it on purpose
5: No, we didn't do it on purpose oh. I was sitting staring at my monitor My computer locked up once again And I read all the manuals cover to cover this. Racking my brains to find out what the problem was, and then, then. <laughs> I called the help desk number that they gave me. And a man said, I will help you troubleshoot. <laughs> Can you relate? <laughs> well, that gave me an idea. I hung up that phone, and then I grabbed my 12 gauge Right off the wall, I'll do some problem solving on this thing once and for all. And I'll have no trouble shooting this computer. I don't need tech support to walk me through. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot it. There's no need to reboot it. It's time to bust a cap in this CPU. (laughs) Sir, that means central processing unit. Okay. <laughs> Come on or untime error. Go ahead and make my day. If Bill Gates was standing here, I'd smack his forehead face. <laughs> well, if you think I got an ounce of patience, I'm telling you uh, you better not hold your breath. Cause I'm gonna lock and load 'em. Kill the mouse and then the modem. And give this thing the real blue screen today got some nerds out there, good. <laughs> and I have no trouble shooting this computer. I don't need extra butter to walk me through. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna shoot it. There's no need to reboot it. It's time to bust a cap in this piece of Microsoft Windows. <laughs> it's time to bust a cap, in this CBA.
4: How does he get paid for it? I
5: don't
1: know. Probably YouTube videos. YouTube probably plays so he much. Gets really good accounts, and then he sells them. Yeah. Hey,
3: this phone turned off.
1: Oh, you didn't plug him up. Oh, oh. that's right. Let They're going to die. They're going to die. Come on, phone. audio man. Video, video man. Medio. <laughs> Medio <Meteo>. man. <laughs> video man. <laughs> okay, so what's going to happen is uh, we've got. Uh, the article that we read, the five mm. reasons, what I did is I, I took each one and printed them out on a slip of paper, and I'll hand the cup around. It'll be our contraption cup here, and you guys will draw one out of there, and we don't have to read them in order. Whatever one you draw, you read it and uh, read the title and then read the, um, the, the little paragraph with it. You have to unlock that one there.
2: Don't shoot.
1: You go ahead and do that. And uh, Lord bless this podcast today. And uh, what we got to say and share, our hearts and minds, let it go out there and help people out there today and uh, praying in faith uh, for a good sponsor to help us out. Uh, for real, we're being serial about that. In Jesus' name, please. We always start like a half hour late. No matter okay. how three, ready we are. One. But it's technical difficulties or we're chasing rabbits and talking. <coughs>
4: technical difficulties or bus. <laughs> ready?
1: great. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello? Hello? Hey. So
4: move your mic over this way. But then. Right there, yeah. Now you can see me, but then. You do that? Uh, just move it a little bit to your <coughs>
1: left. Down a
4: little bit. Okay. All right. Quiet on
1: set. Places, everybody. Travis, <laughs> you okay? Is it still dark in here? <laughs> All right. In five, four, three,
0: two, here we go. Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidman podcast a Christian-based kids' ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers, and light creative soul winners, sharing experience and experiments. And now, today's podcast.